Hello, good morning, hello, and welcome. This is Mr. B on Free Talk with Mr. B. And this is another episode of Adult Communication. You know, we um, have a lot to say to each other, and it's really, really neat um, to just have this conversation about how we communicate, why we communicate, and ways in which we communicate. And today's topic, which we had a few interesting ones already, today's topic is speak with your eyes. Um, and we have a guest on, Alicia, um, who is, who's your guest? So today we welcome Phil. So Phil, welcome with us. Hi. Thank hi. you. I'm so excited when you mentioned about this. I said yes right away. Right. <laughs> Where are you, Phil? He's also in Philippines with Alicia. Yep, I'm in the Philippines, but it's going to be south of Manila. It's in Laguna. Laguna, Laguna. Okay, yep. okay. And Alicia, um, you're in the Manila area, right? I'm still in Manila. Oh, okay, okay. And I'm you calling in from Houston, Texas. And so sometimes I say because I'm somewhere in the world, you know, some people, um, I remember back in the day we had a where in the world is Carmen Santiago. So um, you guys are uh, probably too young to remember that. <laughs> and so uh, sometimes there's where in the world is Mr. B and I try to keep that going. Thanks. So today's topic again is, is, is speak with your eyes. And as us, as us adults communicate, we speak and we share language with a lot of things. And some things are cultural and some things are just like, uh, I don't know if you call it like a regional, some things are, are age related or whatever demographics. But what comes to mind, what comes to our mind you think when we say speak with our eyes? Would you like to start, Phil? <laughs> ah, yeah, sure. Um, speak with your eyes. I believe like our eyes are the window of our soul. You know, it reflects our emotions, even our fears. And sometimes when we are unable to express our feelings, our thoughts through words, I, our eyes do it for you. Your eyes do it for us. So it's like eye contact, you know, our eyes speaks for us. Yeah. I, I totally agree. And when we mentioned also the nonverbal communication and how the body language is a huge hint on what someone is thinking i think eyes has a huge huge part in that right and i mean i don't know i mean it's it could be um social it could be spiritual it could be just a human connection but uh, a lot of people say we see what you're saying or you're saying it with your eyes um i mean i remember one person who met me told me i they could see into my eyes and that i was hurting or in pain i was like wow how did they know of course it's a general statement but it's one of those things that yes you know maybe i'm showing it in my eyes maybe i'm showing fatigue maybe i'm showing um, um sorrow maybe i'm showing deep uh, seated pain but I didn't know I was showing it, but they mentioned it. Do you think people can see a lot about what you're feeling or what you're going through just by looking at your eyes? 
Yep, I really believe so because no matter what age we grow, we can still tell how pe- how people feel based on your eyes. Sometimes their words they just said, "Okay, I'm fine," but when you look through their eyes because, you know, our eyes again is a window of our soul, we can really tell how they feel, if they're scared, if they're hurting. You know, if they are generally, if they're like truly happy, we can tell it by just looking to their eyes. So I really believe that. Right, right. Yes, actually, it reminds me of you know the previous uh, topic about how would we know and how sometimes there is miscommunication of someone trying to say something and then we don't have the right code to understand what they are trying to say or they just don't want to say it like that so we still have to hunt for you know other other uh con- other way to know what someone is trying to say outside of words so yeah i totally agree with you feel that it's really important to read into the eyes but we also have to know how to because it can lead also to we mentioned it before uh, miscommunication because i thought i saw this in your eyes but maybe i was wrong or maybe i how you how you say this i it was a projection of my own feeling that i thought i was seeing in you <laughs> uh, maybe very possible so phil what are some of the wrong things people can read in your eyes and and is it uh is it gender specific is it uh, cultural specific what are some of the wrong things they could read Oh yeah, one thing is I don't know if that's just me, but when someone is like discussing, they prefer us to look to them while they are discussing just to make sure they're listening to us. But for me, I prefer writing down thoughts and things, but I'm still listening. So <laughs> that could be a misconception for me. I'm still listening to you. I'm just like writing down your thoughts so I can go back to it anytime. But for some people or for most of them if you're not looking into their eyes they will think of you are not listening to right. them so true so true uh, um where do you um alicia what do you take notes on like say in a work meeting is it also on pen and paper i do take a lot of notes i, mean, I think you told me that before but but it's on yeah. pen and paper right Yes, I'm so, old traditional. Right. So like Phil is <laughs> saying, old. you're gonna take your eyes off of the pen, off of the person, and you're gonna go down to your pen and paper. And I think Phil, you did something similar. Yep, I write down things because when you write those things, it's more that you can remember those things. Right. And so as you took your eyes off of the person, and they don't, they can't read you to tell if you're actually listening. It looks like you're not paying attention to you taking notes. I know for myself, one time I was on my phone and I take notes on my phone. Right. I I, did, I have a lot of notes app and everything is on my phone. And so taking notes, a person thought I was in that meeting just playing with my phone and couldn't care less. And it was not true. And I guess I was just not not only not looking up with my eyes or mm-hmm. speaking with my eyes, I was also acting like I'm distracted with my phone. There, Culturally and maybe gender wise, there are a lot of things we, a lot of stories we tell with our eyes, but people tend to read a lot of eyes wrong. 
in a, in HR, for example, I always bring HR up with Alicia for some reason. She always reminds me of an HR rep. <laughs> and they're gonna keep us in line. <laughs> you're <laughs> yeah, you're disciplined. Um, they use a term called elevator eyes. Have you guys ever heard of elevator eyes? No, never. No, I haven't. Alicia is saying no. Everyone is saying no. Elevator eyes is a way of speaking with your eyes where the other gender is was kind of looking you up and down. So elevators go up and down. So HR call it elevator eyes. And as they look you up and down with their eyes, no words are transmitted. So they're speaking with their eyes. They're either scoping you out or 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 either looking up at you or looking down at you. And if it's a, a male who is checking you out, you don't like elevator eyes because he's looking everywhere where you wish he wouldn't look except in your eyes, <laughs> right? Or she is looking at him or, or she is looking at her and whatever relationships are going on or trying to be established, we have these elevator eyes. So I really would very interested in you guys' opinion of what would you perceive if uh, you had an HR conversation, training, reminders about elevator eyes? What do you think about that? Well, how elevator would it impact you in a work environment, for example? <laughs> for that, for me, I will really feel intimidated and will ask myself, yeah, why the, the HR is looking to me like that, the, the elevator eyes. So yeah, most of my emotion would be like just intimidated. Okay, Alicia, you're nodding yes. <laughs> yes, I agree. I, I would ask myself, why is something wrong with my outfit or with my shoes? I don't know my, my hairstyle. Uh -huh. I, I would question my myself. And, and I know because of you guys' maturity, I bring it up because um, elevator eyes are also considered when a guy is checking you out or a girl is checking out a guy or, or any human relationships are checking each other out. And so they're looking at you in a way that um, they use a phrase with your eyes, the person is, is stripping you or, or being indignified with their eyes. And so they're doing communication with their eyes by, by um, what they'll say, taking off their, your clothes with their eyes or looking at you in such a way as like provocatively, it's like, wait a minute, why are you looking at me like that? We're either at work or in church or in a social okay. setting and they shouldn't be talking, right? Or communicating with their eyes in such an aggressive way. So you can see how you can feel intimidated, but there's another word we use, feel uncomfortable at those moments. Yes. Especially if you are not attracted to this person. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. If you're not attracted to that person, don't look at me that way, right? It would be, but if I'm interested too, it would be kind of flirting. It's the start of the flirt. But if I'm not interested, I would be like, oh, what is he trying to do? Or <laughs> it, it's creepy or something like that. It really depends on how you perceive the person yourself, how you will react to the same action. And in um, uh, Phil, as Kabayan, right? It's another culture. Yep. We're from the Western culture in, in Philippines. How do people perceive that type of communication with their eyes? Where uh, Alicia brought up the F word, the flirting word. That's very eye subjective. <laughs> Tell me. 
Right. If someone is looking to you like elevator eyes, for us, it would be like they admire you or they find something interesting. That's why they do like elevator eyes. So that's for me. Uh-huh. Curiosity and admiration. Okay, curiosity and admiration. And what would be the, again, because we're talking about adults communicating now, and some environments it's quite okay, some work environments is not. But what are they communicating, you think, mostly when that ex- when you experience that? What do you think they're communicating? They want to ask something because I, I listened to last of your, some of your episodes, you mentioned like for Westerners, they're very straightforward. But for us, Kabayans or Filipinos, I would say most of us are not very straightforward. They just want to look at you and if they, they, they don't want to ask it straightforwardly, they will wait for the right time when sometimes there's no right time. You just have to ask it right away. <laughs> Right. And Alicia, you? Am I correct in the Westerners? I I think it's interesting to have another culture with us because, of course, the same action can be perceived differently in a different culture. So that's that's good to know because I I'm I live now in the Philippines, so I have to understand. Oh, even though in France, for example, it would be this, it would mean this, but here it's not the same so adapt myself to the different situation and context right because if you're looking at a french guy with your eyes not saying much but really admiring him you know or initially just staring him down to check him out to make sure what he's up to he might read it wrong and think that you're really interested in him and he might be free to approach and if you alicia from a western culture starts looking at a filipino guy he may wonder who is this? What does she want? And is she going to rob me? Is that what you think they will say, Phil? <laughs> not, not for me, but I think if, uh, let's say, Alicia is just looking at me, I would think of she want to ask something. Most of the time, I would say my me, she want to ask for directions because always, I'm going to say this again, for most of Filipino, they are very hospitable. That's what we are known for. So we are always giving the benefit of the doubt. Okay, and that's nice, really, yeah. really nice to give the benefit of the doubt and, and to help someone if they look like they need help. But um, in, in, in Phil- Philippines social settings, um, how do guys or the other um, gender speak with their eyes, you think? they speak with their eyes by like looking straight or they will you know let, let's say you just want to stare yeah giving the stare but what are they so trying to say they- what are they trying to stay why are they staring for example they want to know who you are what you're doing they want your phone number what are they really doing with the communicating with their eyes Yep, if they're communicating with eyes, like if they stare at you, they like you. I'm gonna say that because they keep looking and they keep on looking at you and could be most of the reason is that they like you, they want to ask you out. Okay, but do they come and ask you out after a while or, uh, I mean, Alicia, you're nodding yes because we know the Western culture guys, they're looking at you and if you didn't want to look anymore, you keep resisting or ignoring the person, they know you're not interested. But when you kept looking, they will come and get that phone number and show interest. (laughs) So So, Phil, in Philippines, 
they do want your number also and they'll ask you but you say they're not so straightforward i mean how do you get the message from the eyes that that's what they want right uh, like let's say you are in a uh, restaurant exchange of eye contact is that their way of telling that i like this person and probably after that they will still not like could be might be the girl should be the one to initiate that because the, they already know that the guy is looking eye contact and the, a lot of eye contact exchange so could be the girl uh, will be initiating like hey I, I think you are keep on looking at me um <laughs> do you want to say something so yeah well i mean alicia you're nodding yes yeah. but in our western culture the girls don't initiate the no, afterwards right yeah absolutely not never but i actually i think it's a good thing also it reminds me of this uh app a dating app what's the name where are uh, you both um match uh-huh. but only the uh, girl is allowed to text the guy and i think yes okay. and i think it's good concept because as women even when you especially when you are good looking uh it can be overwhelming to be approached by too much men right so the one to decide who you will approach is is wow excellent okay so so i'm if hearing and and you decide if you want to move on with with trying to getting to know this person i feel like it's powerful for the woman instead of uh anyone coming to you and right, you don't right, have right. choice so i mean i can see that in a dating app but in a social setting or across the seat from jolly bees or something <laughs> you're you're saying gosh you kept looking at me um and the guy is communicating with his eyes you're saying phil that he wants he likes you and he wants to talk to you um do you think for most of the times you get it right or are there times you get it wrong most i'll say for like 100% i'll get it 60% right 40% wrong most <laughs> of the time because you know there is still like creeps who are out there just looking at you so you just want to confront them what 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 are they looking at so yeah okay so in the filipino culture regardless you're not sure you just will confront them what they're looking at yep Oh, very you just interesting. Want to very them. interesting. Yeah. I think um and Alicia correct me in the western culture I don't think we confront people if we're not sure, do we? No, not really. Not from my experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to ask you feel. So is it more the other women here more straightforward than men? Are the men more shy or how is it? Yep, most of men here are nonchalant. Most women are more aggressive. They want to ask straightforward, especially with this generation. Oh wow, wow! This is interesting to share because I was thinking a lot of these topics are going to include generational differences and why we bring up the topics. Because speak with your eyes in many cultural times. Um, I'm born in 1962, long, long, long time ago, and so culturally speaking, we don't do certain things, and especially with your eyes. Um, <clears throat> besides, uh, people think I do a lot of things with my eyes. I don't, but um, I know there was a few skits on, on on social media where it makes it look like the person is looking at you, but they were looking beyond you. 
Um, so my curiosity sometimes are these false flags. Um, can you, as we're doing this adult communication and we think the person's communicating with, our, with their eyes, uh, what would be some of the false flags? I mean, that we, we just, that you have run into when you went over and asked guy or when you want to double check what they're doing, what would, what did we find? The, the, the person had an irritation in their eye. The person was not really seeing you or they were blind. <laughs> I would say you have to ask, but is it necessary to ask all the time? I don't think so. So if you are interested in this person, it's, you feel like it's a good match, then you go ask. But if it's not important for you, then actually I think you don't over question it and you just like, oh, he's staring at me or her, she's staring at me and that's it. But talking about the generational, it reminds me of as a Caribbean, yeah, I, I still grow up with this where the parents uh, would, or the older people would perceive as uh, unpolite or rude to stare in the eyes of the eldest and um, yeah it's generationally speaking the older have this oh sorry the older have this power with their eyes where they are allowed to look at you in the eyes but you are not so you have to look down so it's also maybe dominance through the eyes <laughs> yes yes and and phil <laughs> Yep, for the, I think I saw that skit like uh, some lady is like waving and then that person like thinks that the lady is coming at him so he is about to hug him but there is someone at the back so that's a false flag for like <laughs> looking and I agree so much with Alicia like if you are not if you don't find importance by asking it's not necessarily like always asking why are you looking at me um, you can ask if you feel really intimidated or something that will keep bothering you before you sleep at night. So you can ask, but if you don't find that really important, you can just let go of that. Might yeah, be they're just yeah. curious about you. And, and granted, if you have to go to work every day and the same person is staring at you a certain way every day, you should confront them to tell them stop that because you're not comfortable and you're not interested in them socially because you came there to work. Right, and so yeah. that's where again I keep mentioning HR, and and this is not an HR show, but it comes up because these are places where it's confronted that when you're uncomfortable, you can't have a, um, a, a what's called create a hostile environment, and without words at all, our eyes alone could um, could uh, <laughs> could create environments that are not comfortable, and uh, there's an old saying we used. And maybe in the Caribbean, I'm from the islands in the Caribbean too. And they will say, if looks can kill. <laughs> and you know, you've heard ah, that yeah. term, right? <laughs> and so whether it was a, a, another female at work who doesn't like you because they're being competitive for the promotion. And then they would keep looking at you this way. So, you know, they're communicating a lot with their eyes, aren't they? If mm -hmm. looks can kill. Right. And if it's... Um, if you're doing something right, if you dressed fancy that day, you would get a message from a few people if looks can kill. And they're, they're, they're really communicating with their eyes. They're speaking with their eyes without the words. And yes, they could make you feel very um, um, special or they could make you feel very non-special intimidated 
and anyone, especially when we communicate with our eyes. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure some of you may have experienced some of that in one way or another. But I mean, like, without belaboring the point, I think it's it's really, really awesome and amazing. And we kind of covered it and covered it well, because today we were going over this, you know, speak with our eyes in adult communication. And there's positives to it. There's negative to it. Some cultures take action and go see if that person's interested in them or in something they're related to. And some of us to walk away from it. And like Alicia said, if if she's interested and like the person or the person is really cute she's definitely going to check it out what's what's that <laughs> what the communication is all about actually though and this is why i i i thought it was funny that filipinos are not that westerners are more straightforward but i would still not take the step and go talk to the person even though my communication style is to be direct i would never no <laughs> <laughs> and those are cultural differences and me being a, an older man i would not either if a lady is looking at me i would not go over and say hey you're looking at me are you up to something are you interested in me because it could mm -hmm. also say whether or not you're interested in them because it's a presumptuous behavior and so as a mature person i would not do that i would leave that alone and, and go about my day and but if it's in a work environment and the person has taken issue with me with their eyes i may have to to say hey have i offended you please forgive me and if they wouldn't speak to me then i would have to probably get hr involved to make sure that we are on even terms because both persons need to have a friendly happy environment at work every day Oh, this is wonderful. Um, thank you all so much for going over this topic. And <laughs> I think we covered it well. And today's, again, topic was speak with your eyes. It's amazing. And we hope everyone could, could like remind us, send us their examples, comment in our um, Facebook, comment in our, in our TikTok page, comment in our um, Instagram and our um, YouTube page, and wherever Free Talk with Mr. B is being hosted. So thank you so much again, um, Phil, it's so nice to meet you. We hope to have you on again, and this is wonderful. Alicia, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I would love to, to, to do this again, and I, I'm learning a lot from this free talk. Oh, it's, it's our pleasure. It's a hobby, and we um, do this hobby um, and just unscripted. It's free. And we speak as comfortable and as freely and as a family show as we do. So I really appreciate it. We want to thank everyone for listening. This is Mr. B on Free Talk with Mr. B. For your comments, see us on Facebook. Follow us. Also on Instagram. Follow us. Please send any inquiry to email Mr. B at Free Talk with Mr. B. Com, or go online www.freetalkwithmrb.com We thank you and look forward to you again when we come on this week, next week, and every Sunday on Free Talk with Mr. B.